Section 7, Volume 5 of the Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night. Translated by Richard Burton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 5, Section 7. Three hundred and eighty first night to three hundred and eighty fourth night. When it was the three hundred and eighty first night, she said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that Unsalvujud and Rosinhood embraced when they foregathered and ceased not from their embrace till they fell down in a swoon for the delight of reunion. And when they came to themselves, Uns al-Wujud recited these couplets. How joyously sweet are the nights that unite, When my darling deigns keep me the troth she did plight, When union conjoins us in all that we have, And parting is severed and sundered from sight. To us comes the world with her favour so fair, After frown and aversion and might despite hath planted her banner good fortune for us and we drink of her cup in the purest delight we have met and complained of the pitiful past and of nights a full many that doomed us to blight but now o oh, my lady the past is forgot the compassionate pardon the past for unright how sweet is existence how glad is to be this union my passion doth only incite and when he ended his verses they once more embraced drowned in the sea of passion and lay down together in the private apartment carousing and conversing and quoting verses and telling pleasant tales and anecdotes on this wise seven days passed over them whilst they knew not night from day and it was to them for very stress of gaiety and gladness, pleasure and possession, as if the seven days were but one day, with never a morrow. Nor did they know the seventh day, but by the coming of the singers and players on instruments of music, whereat Rosin Hood beyond measure wondered and improvised these couplets. In spite of envious jealousy at end, we have won all we hoped of the friend. We've crowned our meeting with a close embrace, On quilts where new brocades with sandal blend, On bed of perfumed leather which the spoils Of downy birds luxuriously distend. But I abstain me from unneeded wine, When honeyed use of lips sweet musk can lend now from the sweets of union we unknow time near and far if slow or fast it wend the seventh night hath come and gone o oh, strange how went the nights we never recked or kenned till on the seventh wishing joy they said allah prolong the meet of friend with friend when she had finished her song, Uns al kissed her more than a hundred times, and recited these couplets. O day of joys to either lover fain, 
the loved one came and freed from lonely pain she blessed me with all inner charms she hath and companied with inner grace deep lane she made me drain the wine of love till i was faint with joys her love had made me drain we toyed and joyed and on each other lay then fell to wine and soft melodious strain and for excess of joyance never knew how went the day and how it came again fair fall each lover may he union win and gain of joy like me the amplest gain nor weep the taste of severance bitter fruit and joys assain them as they us assain then they went forth and distributed to the folk arms and presents of money and raiment and rare gifts and other tokens of generosity after which rose in hood bade clear the bath for her and turning to uns al wujud said to him o coolth of my eyes i have a mind to see thee in the hammam and therein we will be alone together he joyfully consented to this and she let send the hammam with all sorts of perfumed woods and essences and light the wax candle then of the excess of her contentment she recited these couplets oh who didst win my love in other date and presenter must speak of past estate and oh who art my soul's sufficiency nor want i other friends with me to mate come to the hammam o my light of eyes and enter eden through jehenna gate we'll send with ambergris and aloes wood till float the heavy clouds with fragrant freight and to the world will pardon all her sins and sue for mercy the compassionate and i will cry when i descry thee there good cheer sweet love all blessings on thee wait whereupon they arose and fared to the bath and took their pleasure therein after which they returned to their palace and there abode in the fullness of enjoyment till there came to them the destroyer of delights and the sunderer of societies and glory be to him who changes not neither ceaseth and to whom everything returneth and they also tell a tale of abu nowas with the three boys and the caliph harun al-rashid abu nowas one day shut himself up and making ready a richly furnished feast collected for it meats of all kinds and of every colour that lips and tongue can desire then he went forth to seek a minion worthy of such entertainment saying allah my lord and my master i beseech thee to send me one who befitteth this banquet and who is fit to carouse with me this day hardly had he made an end of speaking when he espied three youths handsome and beardless as they were of the boys of paradise differing in complexion but fellows in incomparable beauty and all hearts yearned with desire to the swaying of their bending shapes even to what saith 
the poet i passed a beardless pair without compare and cried i love you both you fairly fair moneyed quoth one quoth i and lavish too then said the fair pair pair c'est notre affaire now abu nowas was given to these joys and loved to sport and make merry with fair boys and cull the rose from every brightly blooming cheek even as saith the bard full many a reverend shake feels sting of flesh love's pretty faces shows at pleasure's depot awakes in mosul land of purity and all the day dreams only of aleppo so he accosted them with a salutation and they returned his greeting with civility and all honour and would have gone their several ways but he stayed them repeating these couplets steer ye your steps to none but me who hath a mine of luxury old wine that shines with brightest blee made by the monk in monastery and mutton meat the toothsomest and birds of all variety then eat of these and drink of those old wines that bring you jollity and have each other turn by turn shampooing this my tool you see thereupon the youths were beguiled by his verses and consented to his wishes and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say when it was the three hundred and eighty-second night she said it hath reached me o auspicious king that when abu nowas beguiled the youths with his wishes saying we hear and obey and accompanied him to his lodging where they found all ready that he had set forth in his couplets they sat down and ate and drank and made merry a while after which they appealed to abu nowas to decide which of them was handsomest of face and shapeliest of form so he pointed to one of them and having kissed him twice over recited the following verses i'll ransom that beauty spot with my soup where's it and where is a money dole praise him who hairless hath made that cheek and bid beauty bide in that mole that mole then he pointed to another and kissing his lips repeated these couplets and loveling weareth on his cheek a mole like musk which virgin camphor never lets off it my peepers marvel such a contrast seeing and cried the mole to me now bless the prophet then he pointed to the third and after kissing him half a score times repeated these couplets melted pure gold in silvern bowl to drain the youth whose fingers wore a winey stain he with the drawer served one cup of wine and served his wandering eyes the other twain a loveling of the sons of turks a fawn whose waist conjoins the double mounts honine could eve's corrupting daughters tempt my heart content with twofold lure twould bear the bane unto diar ibakr made land this one lures that lures two mosque cities of the plain now each of the youths had drunk two cups and when it came to the turn of abu nowas 
he took the goblet and repeated these couplets drink not strong wine save at the slender dearling's hand each like to other in all gifts the spirit grace for wine can never gladden toper's heart and soul unless the cup-boy show a bright and sparkling face then he drank off his cup and the bowl went round and when it came to abenovas again joyance got the mastery of him and he repeated these couplets for cup friends cup succeeding cup a sign brimming with grape juice brought in endless line by hand of brown lip beauty who is sweet at wake as apple or musk finest fine drink not the wine except from hand of fawn whose cheek to kiss is sweeter than the wine presently the drink got into his noddle drunkenness mastered him and he knew not hand from head so that he lolled from side to side in joy and inclined to the used one and all anon kissing them and anon embracing them leg over lying leg and he showed no sense of sin or shame but recited these couplets none wotteth best joyance but generous youth when the pretty ones deign with him company keep this sings to him sings to him that when he wants a pick-me-up lying there all of a heap and when of a loveling he needeth a kiss he takes from his lips or a draught or a nip heaven bless them how sweetly my day with them sped a wonderful harvest of pleasure i reap let us drink our good liquor both watered and pure and agree to swive all who dare slumber and sleep while they were in this debauched state behold there came a knocking at the door so they bade him who knocked enter and behold it was the commander of the faithful harun al-rashid when they saw him they all rose and kissed ground before him and abu nowas threw off the fumes of the wine for awe of the caliph who said to him holla abu nowas he replied adsum at thy service o commander of the faithful whom allah preserve the caliph asked what state is this and the poet answered o prince of true believers my state indubitably dispenseth with questions quoth the caliph o abu nowas i have sought direction of allah almighty and have appointed the kazi of pimps and panders asked he dost thou indeed invest me with that high office o commander of the faithful and the caliph answered i do whereupon abu nowas rejoined o commander of the faithful hast thou any suit to prefer to me hereat the caliph was wroth and presently turned away and left them full of rage and passed the night sore and angered against abu nowas who amid the party he had invited spent the merriest of nights and the jolliest and the joyousest and when daybreak dawned and the star of morn appeared it sheen and shone he broke up the sitting and dismissing the youth donned his court dress and leaving his house set out for the palace of the caliph now it was the custom of the commander of the faithful 
when the divan broke up to withdraw to his sitting-saloon and summon thither his poets and cup-companions and musicians each having his own place which he might not overpass so it happened that day he retired to his saloon and the friends and familiars came and seated themselves each in his rank and degree presently in walked abu nowas and was about to take his usual seat when the caliph cried to masrur the sworder and bade him strip the poet of his clothes and bind an ass's pack saddle on his back and a halter about his head and a crupper under his rump and lead him round to all the lodgings of the slave girls and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased saying her permitted say when it was the three hundred and eighty-third night she said it hath reached me o auspicious king that the caliph commanded masrur the sworder to strip abu nowas of his court suit and bind an asp's pack saddle on his back and a halter about his head and a crupper under his rump and lead him round to all the lodgings of the slave girls and the chambers of the harem that the women might make mock of him then cut off his head and bring it to him hearkening and obedience replied masrur and doing with abu nowas as the caliph had bidden him led him round all the chambers whose number equalled the days of the year but abu nowas was a funny fellow so he made all the girls laugh with his buffooneries and each gave him something whereby he returned not say with a pocketful of money and while this was going on behold jaafar the barmecid who had been absent on an important business for the commander of the faithful entered and recognizing the poet albeit in his plight said to him holla abu nowas he said here at thy service o our lord jaafar asked what offence hast thou committed to bring this punishment on thee thereupon he answered none whatsoever except that i made our lord the caliph a present of the best of my poetry and he presented me in return with the best of his raiment when the prince of true believers heard this he laughed from a heart full of wrath and pardoned abu nowas and also gave him a myriad of money and they also recount the tale of abdallah bin ma'amar with the man of bassorah and his slave-girl a certain man of bassorah once bought a slave-girl and reared and educated her right well moreover he loved her very dearly and spent all his substance in pleasuring and merry-making with her till he had not left and extreme poverty was sore upon him so she said to him o my master sell me for thou needest my price and it maketh my heart ache to see thy sorry and wantful plight if thou vend me and make use of my value twill be better for thee than keeping me by thee and haply almighty allah will ample thee and amend thy fortune he agreed to this for the straightness of his case and carried her to the bazaar where the broker offered her for sale to the governor of bassorah by name abdallah bin ma'amar al-taimi and she pleased him so he bought her for five hundred dinars 
and paid the sum to her master but when he took the money and was about to go away the girl burst into tears and repeated these two couplets may coins though gains joy in heart instill for me remaineth naught save saddest ill i say unto my soul which sorely grieves thy friend departeth and thou will nor nil and when her master heard this he groaned and replied in these couplets albeit this thy case lack all resource nor findeth aught but death's doom pardon still evening and morning thoughts of thee will dole comfort to heart all woes and griefs fulfil peace be upon thee meet we now no more nor pair except at ibn ma'amar's will now when abdullah bin ma'amar heard these verses and saw their affection he exclaimed by allah i will not assist fate in separating you for it is evident to me that ye two indeed love each other so take the money and the damsel o man and allah bless thee in both for verily parting be grievous to lovers so they kissed his hand and going away ceased not to dwell together till death did them part and glory be to him whom death overtaketh not and among stories is that of the lovers of the banu osra there was once among the banu osra a handsome and accomplished man who was never a single day out of love and it chanced that he became enamoured of a beauty of his own tribe and sent her many messages but she ceased not to entreat him with cruelty and disdain till for stress of love and longing and desire and distraction he fell sick of a sore sickness and took to his pillow and murdered sleep his malady redoubled on him and his torments increased and he was well nigh dead when his case became known among the folk and his passion notorious and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say when it was the three hundred and eighty-fourth night she said it hath reached me o auspicious king that the man took to his pillow and murdered sleep so his case became known and his passion notorious and his infirmity grew upon him and his pains redoubled until he was well-nigh dead his family and hers were urgent with her to visit him but she refused till he was at the point of death when being told of this she relented towards him and vouchsafed him a visit as soon as he saw her his eyes ran over with tears and he repeated from a broken heart and by the life past thee my funeral train a bier upborne upon the necks of four wilt thou not follow it and greet the grave where shall my corpse be graved for evermore hearing this she wept with sore weeping and said to him by allah i suspected not that passion had come to such a pass with thee as to cast thee into the arms of death had i wist of this i had been favourable to thy wish and thou shouldst have had thy will 
at this his tears streamed down even as the clouds rail rain and he repeated this verse she drew near when as death was departing us and deigned union grant when twas useless all then he groaned one groan and died so she fell on him kissing him and weeping and ceased not weeping until she swooned away and when she came to herself she charged her people to bury her in his grave and with streaming eyes recited these two couplets we lived on earth a life of fair content and tribe and house and home of us were proud but time in whirling flight departed us to join us now in womb of earth and shroud then she fell again to weeping nor gave over shedding tears and lamenting till she fainted away and she lay three days senseless then she died and was buried in his grave this is one of the strange chances of love and i have heard related a tale of the wazir of al-jaman and his young brother it is said that badr al-din wazir of al-jaman had a young brother of singular beauty and kept straight watch over him so he applied himself to seek a tutor for him and coming upon a sheikh of dignified and reverend aspect chaste and religious lodged him in a house next his own this lasted a long time and he used to come daily from his dwelling to that of sahib badr al-din and teach the young brother after a while the old man's heart was taken with love for the youth and longing grew upon him and his vitals were troubled till one day he bemoaned his case to the boy who said what can i do seeing that i may not leave my brother night or day and thou thyself seest how careful he is over me quoth the sheikh my lodging adjoineth thine so there will be no difficulty when thy brother sleepeth to rise and entering the privy feign thyself asleep then come to the parapet of the terrace roof and i will receive thee on the other side of the wall so shalt thou sit with me an eye twinkling and return without thy brother's knowledge i hear and obey answered the lad and the tutor began to prepare gifts suitable to his degree now when a while of the night was past he entered the water-closet and waited until his brother lay down on his bed and took patience till he was drowned in sleep when he rose and going to the parapet of the terrace roof found standing there to await him the old man who gave him his hand and carried him to the sitting-chamber where he had made ready various dainties for his entertainment and they sat down to carouse now it was the night of the full moon and as they sat with the wine-cup going round her rays shone upon them and the governor fell to singing but whilst they were thus in joy and jollity and mirth and merriment such as confoundeth the wit and the sight and defieth description lo the wazir awoke and missing his brother arose in a fright and found the door open so he went up to the roof 
and hearing a noise of talk, climbed over the parapet to the adjoining terrace, and saw a light shining from the lodging. He looked in from behind the wall, and espied his brother and his tutor sitting at Carew's. But the sheikh became aware of him, and sang, cup in hand, to a lively measure, these couplets. He made me drain his wine of honeyed lips, toasting with cheeks, which rose and myrtle smother, then knighted in embrace cheek to my cheek, a loveling midst mankind without another, when the full moon arose on us and shone, pray she traduce us not to the big brother. And it proved the perfect politeness of the Wazir Badr al-Din, that when he heard this he said, By Allah, I will not betray you, and he went away and left them to their diversions. They also tell a tale concerning the loves of the boy and girl at school. A free boy and a slave girl once learned together in school, and the boy fell passionately in love with the girl. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say. End of section 7 Read by Lars Rolander